similar, interesting yes. concepts, which will blow your mind. Okay? So, I don't know if you've ever noticed this. Um, if you ever went to a chasna with Rebbe Einem Rizetzel. I don't think I did. Okay, so you notice this really strange phenomenon. So, in the... Um, Silver Spring crowd, let's say the young, young Israel crowd, etc. Um, when the Chassan Kala walked down, everybody stands up for the Chassan. Everybody stands up for the Kala. Rainer would not stand up. He remained seated. Mm-hmm. Because it tells nobody stood up for the Chassan Kala. As a matter of fact, the, only time, the first time I ever saw my life, people stood up for the Chassan Kala was when I came here. Like, we've done Chassan Kala before. So what's, what was the argument? The argument was, well, Chassan lived in the milk. Mm. So Rabbi Yaakov Zetzel was, was asked this question in regards to something else. They, Rabbi Yaakov held when you would daven mincha, let's say, by a, uh, the chosen tish, the, the kabbalah sponim, Rabbi Yaakov Zetzel would say tachanum. Mm-hmm. Well, he's a chosen. Well, he's not a chosen yet. He becomes a chosen under the chuppah when he does the act of nesuin. Then he's a chosen. Wouldn't take, say, tachanum in the morning? Oh, I'm sorry. You say tachron in the morning yeah. of the chasna, uh, right? You say tachron in the by min, mincha when the chasna is there. So Rabbi Yaakov said even if it's by the chuk, by the chasna hall itself, it's not by the okay, okay, yeah, got and it. And every other night, so they got mincha. So it's a summer chasna, right? Yeah. So it's like it's like you know, six o'clock at night, it's bright outside. So they got mincha there. Right. Have you ever seen say tachron there? No. No. Rabbi Yaakov said you say tachron. Why you not say tachron? Because he's a chosen. He's not a chosen. He's a guy who will be a chosen. Right. You know, because the word chosen, the honest use of the word chosen doesn't mean a, a guy who's engaged. It means a right. person who has the status of a chosen, mm-hmm. which starts after the chuppah. Right. So you say, well, chosen doesn't look like the center for a chosen. He ain't no chosen yet when he walks down that aisle. Mm-hmm. So that's, that's number one. But what's interesting is that Ravadi Yosef, has a tshuva, he talks about sitting, being seated during the chuppah. Mm-hmm. He says the minig in Kahir in Cairo was they would stand, the whole seba would stand during the chuppah. Mm-hmm. He says the minig in Salonika, the Knesset Gudela writes the minig in Salonika, Greece, was the whole seba would stand during the chuppah. Mm-hmm. Ravadja means the minig Yerushalayim is they stand during the chuppah. He says, so why do we stand during the chuppah? And he says, the question, the, the, the Shoyal's question, the person who asked the question, his question was, if I see somebody seated, do I have to tell him to stand up? That was the, that was the question. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Okay. And he comes out, yes, because you, you have a chiv to stand. Well, why do you have a chiv to stand? You have a chiv to stand for two reasons. First of all, chosim daim on the So he says, when the chosim will walk down, He's not a chosan yet, so he can be seated. But when he's under the chuppah doing the mitzvah of the, of the mm-hmm. chasta, now he's a melech. You don't sit in the, the melech standing around the seated. That's not proper. Mm-hmm. So you have to stand during the chuppah. Mm-hmm. Right? Furthermore, he says, he tells to a, a, um, a uh, mishnah in the Mishnah's Bikurim. So you, you go to a bris, you know, you know the, 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 the finished davening, and people are standing around, some people are sitting, etc. All of them, you hear them say, Kvater! Everybody stands up. Why are they standing up? What's that about that we stand up when we do a bris? Mm-hmm. So, interestingly enough, the, the, the Rav and the Shnayis in, in Mishnah Bikurim, the Mishnah over there in Mishnah Bikurim says that when, that when the 
Mishnah said, the Mishnah says that when people would bring Bikurim to the base of Mikdash, so the the the, work, the shopkeepers and in, in, in the, the 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 artisans, the craftsmen in Yerushalayim would stand up in honor of the people who are bringing Bikurim. So the the uh, Rav says we have a rule that Bali Umnas Chazal because of their need to be focused on their work, Chazal relieves them from the, of the key of standing up for Tamachokhim when Tamachokhim walks by. So for Tamachokhim walks by, they stay seated. Shmerel, Lama Oritz, walks by carrying a bad bastard. Oh, like, what's shot? Chaviva Mitzvah Shaita. Since the Chazal said that doing the, the moment of a mitzvah has a special chashivas to it, so Chaviva Mitzvah Shaita. So therefore, the honor of the, the people which are going to do the mitzvah bikurim, we stand up in their honor. So then, then the, 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 the Rav continues, says, and that's why we have a meeting to stand up for the noisei We stand up in honor of the people which are bringing the child in. Instead of standing up, people think you're standing up in honor of the child. Instead of standing, you're standing up in honor of the kvater who's bringing the child to do the mitzvah. So Ravadia says that if that is true, hmm. while the Chasakala doing the mitzvah of getting married and saying the Shabrachas, and they're doing this mitzvah, the mitzvah shaita, we expect everybody else to stand as well. Right? Now, I would have expected him to say the following, which he doesn't say. The Rav does not say this, and Ravadia does not say this either. If we stand up in honor of the Kvater, who's bringing the child to do the mitzvah, just like we stand up in honor of. The, maybe the person who's bringing the Bikurim to the Mesemitish, he's not doing the Mitzvah yet. Right? The Mitzvah is bringing it to the Mesemitish. Well, he's in the midst of the Mitzvah. The Mitzvah is to bring it to the Mesemitish. Mm-hmm. That would not be called. You find a concept. Let me, let me start, start that sentence again. You find a concept in different places in the, in the Gemara called extra Mitzvah. There's the actual Mitzvah itself and the things which are necessary to prepare for the Mitzvah, to make it mush or make it ready and, and able to be, take place. For example, the Chagos Lutin, Rebbeleizer, and the Chachamim, whether the the Hechsher Mitzvah of Mila is Becher Shabbos. Mila is Becher Shabbos, even though Mila is making a wound and causing something to bleed, and those are the Malachas which will be also in Shabbos, but Mila is Becher Shabbos. Let's say my knife um, is not sharp. I need to sharpen the knife. I need to um, carry the knife. Can't be Mechal Shabbos to do that. So Rebbeleizer says that the, that the 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 tikkunim you need the hechshavitzah that you need to make the meal possible is echeshav. So come and say no. That's called hechshavitz. Okay. So what is the status of carrying bikurim to the base of mitzvah? Is that hechshavitz or is that actually the mitzvah? The mitzvah is to bring the, the bikurim to the base of mitzvah. So every step that you're taking, you're doing the mitzvah. Mm-hmm. Or no, the mitzvah is the, to bring it to the base of mitzvah. Mm-hmm. So until you get there, you're not going to do a mitzvah yet. Mm-hmm. So the really the mitzvah is. The Mila is the mitzvah of bringing the child to the Mila. That's an interesting question. Tyson comes along and says, in Mishetha's Kedushin, that the, um, the moral is out from a posse that, that the mother is not chayiv in the mitzvah of Mila, only the father. Tyson all the Rishardim has the question, I don't understand, we have a rule. And the mitzvah says, Shazman Dromo, a positive mitzvah which is time bound, women are potter. So since Bris Mila is a time-bound mitzvah, it's on the eighth day, 
So why don't we argue that of course the women are positive because it's a mitzvah say, it's a positive mitzvah, positive commandment, which is mangroma, which is, which is time bound. So why don't we argue that women are putter based on that? Why do we need a special posture to tell me women are putter? That's Tosis Kash. So there are multiple truths. In one terrace, Tosis gives. Tosis says, because the mitzvah is not, it's not starting on the eighth day. The mitzvah is to make sure the, the, the mitzvah is to make sure the child has a previous meal. That starts as soon as the child is born. You arrange with the oil. Mm-hmm. You make all the arrangements. That's all part of the mitzvah. That's not hechsher mitzvah. Because your chiv is not to do the meal per se. Your chiv is to make sure the child has a meal. Mm-hmm. Which is an interesting question. You know, is it some, somewhere in the Renoi that they, they tell the father, make me a shliach to, to do the meal for your child. I'm your, I'm your agent. Do you need to, to point the moral is a shliach. Or there's no need for a shliach because the mitzvah is not to do meal. The mitzvah is to make sure the child is nimo. Mm-hmm. So therefore, as long as I made, made, I made sure that it happens, I've done my mitzvah. Mm-hmm. So that's most likely. Whether there is any of shlichus by the case of meal or not. We're getting back to over here. So now the child, the father is bringing the child to do the meal. See, if the mitzvah makes sure the child is nimo, carrying the child is part of the mitzvah. It's not a heksher mitzvah. It's actually part of the mitzvah. Mm-hmm. The, the rab is comparing, the, the, bringing the bikur to the mitzvah, but the Pesach says, you should take your bikur and bring them from your house up to the mitzvah mitzvah. And then you do these things in the mitzvah mitzvah. So the mitzvah havoah is bikur, bringing the bikur. So he's already doing the mitzvah. Mm-hmm. Right? So if you want to compare the kvat to that, you have to understand that we're saying that the act of bringing the child to the mila is also part of the mitzvah. Otherwise, what's the comparison? This is the actual mitzvah, and this is just a hechsher mitzvah. Okay, why, why am I saying that? We find that um, that the chassan kala are walking down to do the mitzvah. They didn't do it yet, but they're on their way to do a mitzvah. Mm-hmm. Well, it's the same as the kvat, who's on the way to bring the child for the mila. If you say you stand for the kvat, you should stand for the chassan. Mm-hmm. He's saying, no, you don't stand for the chassan beforehand, because that's not, that's not the mitzvah yet. The mitzvah is when he's acting under the chuppah. Mm-hmm. So, well, why do you stand for the kvat then? Mm-hmm. But there's a difference. Is, he's understanding the mitzvah of, the, the mitzvah of mila is not the actual mila, like Tosa says. It's mm-hmm. the, all of the bringing the child to be nimo. Mm-hmm. So everything which you're doing is all part of the mitzvah. It's not just hechsher. Mm-hmm. Um, now it's not the Shabbos because it's after you could have done those things before Shabbos. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, but it's not. It's, it's not part of the mitzvah. Mm-hmm. <coughs> the way the Torah is learned. So um, getting back to over here. So we come out of the way we're about just pointing out that the Iker Minig was that people would stand during the Chuppah, but not prior to the Chuppah. So here we are again, and our custom, I won't call it a Minig, I won't give it it the honor of being called the Minig, because it's not a Minig, it's a custom, is that we stand before the Chuppah, and during the Chuppah, we sit. (laughs) There you go again. (laughs) Chai Yisrael does interesting things, right? Right? The opposite of the way Halacha would look at it. Right? Mamash the opposite. So, um, at least the, the Litvaks, which I saw tells, they do not stand beforehand. Because mm-hmm. no reason to stand beforehand. And Bishas Maisa, so he brings one explanation, maybe why Bishas Maisa they, they would be seated. He brings 
that the 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 um, the Grim Toledano, I'm not sure what it's for, that Rabbi Yaakov Moshe Toledano wrote that there was a minig to have people seated in a place where there's avuvia. When the, there, there's not a clear distinction between the men and the women, so when everybody's standing, they, end up tend, they tend to come more together, and we, you don't say share brachas in the muck of, of avuvia because the person was unhappy. But if you, you're seated, they're a, little, they're a little more distinct. So Rabbi says but that, that wouldn't be relevant nowadays. We keep them, you know, men on one side, women on the other side. So that concern with the longer reach balance, we could have the men standing on one side, women standing on the other side. So that answer, why the people are seated to keep this distance, is not would not be a, would not be a relevant consideration nowadays. But that, that's the point that he says. Okay, so that's the second example of um, things which people. Uh, sometimes take a toffel well, well, let's best say that they take a toffel mm-hmm. and they make it the ichor mm-hmm. and they take the ichor and make it a toffel right okay another interesting example this is not exactly you know different topic um, is shalchmanus so I don't know whether you were taught this but many people have, were taught especially when they were younger that shalomonas the, the mitzvah is to give one set one shalomonas to one individual, and it has to have two portions in it, two monos in it, right? So it has to be two monos, right? So what does it mean two monos? So many people were told it should be two different brachas. You, you, were you taught that, mm-hmm. right? See, were you taught that two different brachas? No, no, good, good for you, right? So. No, only has to be two different types of food. Good. You're way ahead of me, see. Right? So, on the other hand, people will give small items. The Ramam says that you, that the Ramam says that if you gave two monos of basar, two portions of monos is like a portion, two portions of meat, you would fill shallow monos. Now the Mishabura says what makes it two monos of basar? Maybe it should be different, different. It should be severely different, different cuts of meat, mm. or you know, so it's a white chicken, a piece of white chicken, a piece of dark chicken would be two monos, because mm. uh, you'll have one for one meal, one for another meal. So it's two monos. Mm-hmm. So there's no requirement. That clearly, from the Ramam's language, that he says two monos of buster. I've never made two of the brachas on a meat. Yeah, the bracha both of them is shnehakol. Mm. So there's no requirement for different monos, different brachas. But we need to be careful about the fact that it's a different mona, it's an actual portion. So, excuse me, so it just could be a distinct portion of the same thing, though? So we, we don't, with the Mishabur says, you, we, we, that's not, that's, would not be sufficient. Okay. Have, what, 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 what defines it as a separate, as a separate uh, mona? Uh. But if it's different cuts of meat, mm-hmm. so I send you a uh, rib steak and I send you um, a chuck steak, okay, so I send you to the rib but it has to be a month, it has to be a portion. Okay. So I, I remember one time a bucker suggested, it says, you know, he, get, he get, actually gave somebody a shelf of it was a, it was a peanut and a raisin. <laughs> right? So it's two rubrachas, right? Raisin is uh, eights, peanut is a doma, two rubrachas, and it's two rubrachas. So I pointed out that it has to be two monos, it has to be two portions. So I would very hard put to describe a peanut as a portion, or a raisin as a portion, 
Right, so here we are again, being mapped on two brachas, but not on two monos. Mm-hmm. Well, really, the main issue is not two brachas at all. The main, the main issue is two monos. Right. Okay. It's another example of interesting things that people do. Okay. Um, um, another one, which I found interesting, that you'll, you'll see... Um, there's interesting issue that raised in halacha about the Amen and the brocha of Goal Yisrael by Shabbos. By Mara, we say Amen after Goal Yisrael, we say Amen after Shemir Moisalorah, we say Amen by Ashkenazim, we say Amen after Melch before Doi, and then we say Kaddish, and then we Dabash from Esther. So we're allowing for interruptions between Gula and Tfilah. By Shabbos, we do not allow for exhaustions between Gerula and Tefillah. Because the Lamora has a very strong stress that we should be masmech Gerula and Tefillah into Yerushalmi to support why that's so important. The Bible learns it out, learns it out from the Pasuk. The end of, until the end of Kapitol Yates is Hashem Tzuri Begoyali. And then the beginning of Kapitol Chav is Yan Hashem Begoyali. So, which is, the, we, we, the, we dive into this world, the person should answer. So we say, Gula, Tefillah, immediately one to the next. So what do you do? The answer, do you answer main to the Baruch of God, Yisrael? So while you're in the middle, of, if you're behind the Chazan, and you have not completed God, Yisrael at the same time, before the Chazan gets there, you're in the middle of the paragraph, of, really the long paragraph of Emes V'yatsiv, which that paragraph starts with Emesiyatsi but ends off with Rukhat Hashem, So if you're behind the Chazan, so you don't answer Amen. You go with a paragraph of Rukhat you don't answer Amen. Let's say you finish before the Chazan, but you have a social Messiah, so you can answer Amen theoretically. But it's going to be a hefsek between your Rukhat Hashem and Dabani. But what about if you answer at the same time, you finish at the same time as the Chazan? So, do we ever have the same issue? We use this argument for uh, the bracha of Habacher Moisobahavo or the bracha of Baymar Oheva Moisob. The Tiber finishes at the same time as the Chasim. They don't answer me. Because the rule is, you don't, for Ashkenazim, you don't answer me in your own bracha. And now you, you do not answer me in your own bracha. Maybe if somebody else is saying the bracha at the same time as you, you don't answer main other. It shouldn't look like you're answering main your own bracha. The sardim will say main of their own bracha at the end of a unit of brachas. So you ever go to a sfardi minyan, a duta mizrach minyan? They after sukkah zimra starts the bracha of brach shomer, ends with the end of yishtabach. The Chazan will say, Amen. They say Amen to the whole bracha. Because hmm. it's, it's part of a unit. There's a bracha before, there's a bracha afterwards, and the Sukkot is in. We do it in Benchim. The first few brachas are the Raisa. We say Amen. Then we start with the next paragraph. Why do we do it over there? To, to, over here, we, we do it, even though I'm saying many own bracha, to differentiate between the brachas, the rise of brachas, the rise of But the lacha is, 
that even Ashkenazim do not enter into their own bracha, even when it's in the unit, but this is what we do do. If we say it together with the Chazan, which he said, if you say it together with somebody else, you don't answer a main, but when it's the end of the unit, we do. So if I finish Yishtabach at the exact same time as the, as the Chazan, I do say a main. So if I finish other brachas at the same time as the Chazan, I don't say a main. So where do we do that? So we say it by end of Yishtabach. If I finish, right, the, the Melech Kel Kel Lamim, Melech Kel Yochid Kel whatever I say, if I say Ha'olamim at the same time as the Chazan, I answer a main. By Mariv, Shemir Mo Yisrael Ad, same time as the Chazan, I say Amen. Habachem Yisrael Ba'avo, or Habachem Yisrael, I don't say Amen when I finish the same time as the Chazan. Because it's not the end of the unit. The unit is all for, my Mariv is all for, Chazal were Masakin, four brachas for Birchus Kriyashma. Chazal were Masakin, so I finish all four. The fifth one is, was added by the Garnum. So I finish the unit. I say amen. Even I don't, we don't say amen in our own And we don't say amen when we finish the same time as somebody else. But when you have the two together, where it's, it's I finish the same time as somebody else, and even the Quran, there's a lot of it, it's at the end of the unit. I say amen. So by, by, so by Shachar, is at the end of Yishtabah. By Mariv, after Shemim Yisrael By Halel, you start with the Bracha. So now I get to Gai Yisrael. Gai Yisrael is the end of the unit. There's three brachas, brachas Kriyash in the morning. It's Or, first bracha. The second bracha is Abarabba, Abbasalam. And the third bracha is starts with Emma Yatsi, and ends up with Bracha Hashem Gai Yisrael. So I finish the same time as the Chazim. So it, that works to take away my issue of answering a main for Habachim and Mesa Be'avo, it doesn't work over here. Over here is the end of the unit. So if I don't want to answer a main, it shouldn't be interruption. Saying the same time as the Chaz is not, not a solution. So what's the solution? So some people, they, they say the Chaz says a choir. In order to deal with this issue mm-hmm. of addressing the problem that it's going to be questionable whether you answer a main over here, say it quietly so nobody has to deal with the issue. What? The Gaul Now, comes along Rehenkin. Rehenkin writes in a chuva. That's incorrect. That's incorrect to do that. Because this man, what's the guy doing about Alma over there? What's he doing exactly? Helping be Motsi people who can't dive. So the original Nakana was to be Motsi people which can't dive. Now, nowadays we're all diving with him. We don't have him be Motsi. But. The original Dakota is still available, that his job is to invite you people. Now, if he's supposed to invite you people, he can't talk quietly. So you go to the, again, you go to the Sardin, the Kazan says the whole bracha out loud, from beginning to end. People say along with him. But, so this way, if there's somebody who can't read, he can listen to the Kazan, but you're Well, we don't do that. So Hanukkah says, you know what? A lot of the bracha is not required to be added to the bracha. But, but there is a rule that the psicha, the chasimah, are required. The beginning of the rocha is required. So if the chazan's job is to invite everybody else, so he can't say either of those quietly. Mm-hmm. So that's why you'll go to some shul, you'll see some chazanim, some balay tefillah, baruchu, 
And then they say the Baruch Atah Hashem al-Kerim al-Khalom Yitzhar Barichot Shad Hashem 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 al-Khalom Yitzhar See, though, the, the paragraphs, everything else in the middle, he says quietly. He says, beginning of the paragraph, here it's over, and this one is the code, out loud. Quiet, quiet, quiet. Baruch Hashem, it's out loud. So he said the beginning and the end of the Baruch, out loud. Okay, good. Now, so Rebekah says, saying God, you're so quietly, you're going connected to the Kana of a, of a Chazan. Chazan's supposed to say out loud, and you're saying quietly. You can't do that. So somebody told me, you know, and he saw that many yeshivas and many yeshivas are saying quietly. And they're mamish, they don't know what they're talking about. Because you see, Rehenka says you have to say it out loud. And I said, really? Okay. Did you say the bracha, emes v'amuna, the emes v'yatsiv, v'nocha v'kayim, did you say that part out loud? He says you have to say the beginning and the end of the bracha out loud. But you didn't say the beginning, emes v'yatsiv, v'nocha, out loud. Right? So you didn't say the beginning of the bracha out loud, you said the word emes. That's not a, that's not a, that, that, that doesn't mean anything. Or what about Abba You're saying you have to call you have to say the beginning and the bracha out loud. So Abba you said Abba, you said out loud. Did you say Abba Rabba, Hashem Lakino Aftana, Hashem Lakino out loud? No, you didn't. So don't argue with me, Rav Henkin. Rav Henkin holds, you want to do Rav Henkin right. The cousin has to say six things out loud during Rav Henkin's in the morning. He has to say, say the beginning of the bracha, Yitzhar out loud, and the end of the bracha out loud. Yitzhar Amorist. Beginning of Abba Rabba out loud, and the end. Abba Rabba out loud. If you do all six, you can argue with Hedgen and me. Mm-hmm. You're not doing numbers three and five, don't argue number six. Mm-hmm. Right? You're, say, you're not saying you're Tzor out loud, you're not doing number one out loud, you're doing number two out loud. You're not doing number three out loud, you're doing number four out loud. Mm-hmm. You're not doing number five out loud, you're doing number six out loud. You know, stop, you're not doing the Tzor But don't argue your goal over here is to make time to cut this out based on what Hedgen said when you're not more discovering what Hedgen actually said. That's what I told him. Uh, I said it probably that level of passion. When I, you know, like th- throwing a chub at me when you don't know what he really said. But that's interesting. Here we have um, an example of people being mocked, but not exactly other cases. We're talking about being mocked, but on one thing and saying it out loud. Mm-hmm. We're missing the point still. Because that wasn't his point. The point wasn't to say the last thing out loud. The point was to say every beginning and every end out loud. So, another example of people now, so, so what's Takib Shah? The people who say it quietly, they say that, that even though the original Dakota of the Chazan saying out loud was relevant, mm-hmm. since nowadays mm-hmm. our minute really is to um, not be similar to the Chazan. So, if you say it quietly, you're not, it's not a concern in the Dakota. And the best point is, is there's no shadow of the Brooklyn of Atal over there. Um, Where is what I would find what I would find even more challenging is I once had this to somebody, point out to somebody this person was mocked with the saying oh you saw it loud and if there's a shout he says wait him quiet because people say wait him so he says it quiet so he, Mr. Burr says very clearly that wait him has the paragraph of wait him you have to tell loud this is why because there was a shot. You already said your own feel. So what are you doing now? You're being invited to the zebra. So you're to the zebra. You have to say the bracha out loud. Mm-hmm. So you, you have to say the paragraph. I'm going to run out to the bracha out loud. 
So the fact that they're also saying it doesn't affect anything. You have to say it out loud. Mm-hmm. So he argued, if you're being mocked, but the same guy is all loud because that was the Takana, which over there, Bini Yavid, is not a Brachal Atala. Because you, you as an individual have a key to say these Brachas anyway. Because mm-hmm. Arshad's but you have no key personally to say. You only say it when you say it quietly. Mm-hmm. So you say that part of because Arshad's Shatz, which is, it's a question of a Brachal Atala. And the argument is, well, it's a key to my Tzibur. You better say it out loud. Then he says, quiet. Go on yourself, it's not a brachal v'tolah, because in you have a key to say your own brach anyway. So he argues over here, he says out loud, because he's worried about being much of the zebra. Over here, he says quietly, never be much of the zebra. So I pointed out that, that, that our copy would not be the best way of doing it. And then I think you want to be careful, if you want to be mocked, to say out loud over here. I would clearly, strongly advise you to say out loud during the shots as well. Okay. Thanks.